When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. This is Adam Caton Holland dropping into your feed. Thank you for listening to The Grolic Saves the World. We're taking a holiday break, but we had our Patreon vote on what their favorite episode of 2023 is, and you will be listening to that episode. We're re-airing it uh, as we get our ducks in a row over here at The Grolic Saves the World. Thank you for listening this year. Thank you to Patreon for voting on this episode and for uh, keeping this podcast afloat. We couldn't do it without our Patreon people. We want to let you know we will be back January 9th with our new weekly version of The Grolic Saves the World. In case you didn't hear, we are going weekly. It's been too long. It's been 100 episodes bi-weekly. No more. This will be a new weekly pod. So we are very much looking forward to that, and we are banking episodes right now, and we can't wait for you to hear them. In the meantime, enjoy this one. And hey, if you're in Denver on Wednesday, 1227, Go see me at Comedy Works downtown. And if you're in Denver, Thursday, 1228, go see Ben Roy at Comedy Works downtown. Uh, you know, it's the holiday season, and it's time to get out of your house, get away from everybody, and go see some comedy of the Adam Caton Holland and the Ben Roy variety. Enjoy this episode. We'll see you January 9th, and every week from there on out on The Grolic Saves the World. Welcome, Savers, to a spine-tingling episode of The Grolic Saves the World. Tonight, we will unravel a 25-year-old mystery that has been lurking in the shadows. <laughs> Dude, are you, are you trying to spin up a spooky mystery about that purse that Ron found in a bush? That's right! What the thing, what the thing, what the Smoke them if you've got them, and if you've got them, smoke them. Welcome to the Grolic Saves the World. My name's Adam Caton Holland. I'm Ben Roy. <laughs> and I'm Andrew Orvidal. And this is the podcast where we better the world around us by bettering ourselves through challenges. And I gotta tell you guys, I've never known what that meant. But I, I just knew it would sound cool to say. And, and in saying it, it felt cooler than I ever thought it would feel. It just just smoke them if you got them, and if you got them, smoke them. Like I feel like I'm I'm very cool having said that. Don't you agree? Y- yeah, dude. Yeah, like, dude. I dev- yeah, right. <laughs> you totally. You sounded cool. You especially for a non-smoker, it's cool to hear somebody who doesn't even smoke say it. Well, uh, you didn't really elaborate on what M is. Do just I have the, um, the, uh, uh, you said the it metaphorical? Mm, yeah, if you got them. Smoke them, dudes. I'll smoke mine. Are you okay? Why are you smoking at them? Are you? Did you doing get back on the, on the on the tobacco horse? <sighs> I just thought that would be cool, dudes. Don't tear me down this early in the episode when I'm earnestly coming with something that's a little different and cool. You took a big. You took a risk, and I appreciate you it. You do okay? take risks. You took a big risk. Thank it was you. just a desperation in your voice. That's it. <laughs> 
smoke them if you got them. <laughs> yeah, but it was also like, you guys see what I'm doing here? <laughs> it could be anything. It was the whole thing. You well, cut, the point it, is, yeah. we all tried something pretty cool today, and that is the point. No. Well, you got yours out of the way. Oh, my God. Producer Ron is absolutely clawing at the Ron shield. Look at this. He's yeah. All right. I don't like it. Maybe he's he running out that. of air again. There could be a ventilation he's issue. Got something cool to smoke. Producer Ron, no, can you it's, lower it's, the Ron shield? Yeah, let's lower the Ron he's shield. He's got plenty of air. Oh, here he comes. Oh, God. Hi. <laughs> it's so hot in there. Hi, yes, guys. it is. It thanks, gets warm. It's good for your fence. pores, Ron. We told you. <laughs> Starting to smell. Hi. Ron, did you um, hear the cool riff I did up front? You hear Adam's pearl? Yeah, there was a smoky pearl this time, Adam. That was a smoky thanks, pearl. Buddy. It was pretty nice. Thanks, was Ron. A good one. Yeah, thanks, no. Yeah. Well, and I'm going to tell you, Ron, we're not going to keep bringing the shield down if you keep messing in there. And that's why it smells. <laughs> if you would just wait to make your mess to when we I'm take you out. I'm almost out of nature's miracle, Ron, okay? Yeah. And it, so, you're, you're really stretching the definition of miracle with that, what we're able to do. Is that your do. dog diarrhea cleaning solvent? <laughs> <laughs> also, also my producer, Ron, diarrhea cleaning solution. <laughs> well, stop feeding me what you're feeding me and give me a little water once in a while. Maybe throw in a paper towel. It's- well, eat anything other than those red grapes and we'll feed you something else, okay? But it's not our fault that you eat like a red panda. <laughs> the point is the shield is down and smoke them if you got them, dude. Smoke oh, them. Okay. okay. All right, we've already lost control of the ship here. What? What do you need so badly, Producer Ron? I have a challenge for you guys this week. Oh, shit balls. Yeah, this episode is coming out on Halloween. Hell yeah. So I wanted, to, I have a spooky little mystery for you guys to solve. I want oh, you to. Oh, okay. Uh, Where did it? Adam kill between last episode and this episode? <laughs> yeah. And that's an ongoing investigation. We're not going to crack that in one episode. Just about every audience I faced. No, it's. <laughs> So stupid. We should not let so Adam true. talk this episode. Smoke him if you got him. <laughs> I can mute him. him anyway, Ron, what do you got? Because he's he's latched onto it. He's imprinted himself to that joke now, and he can't go further without it. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, yeah, I'm going to tell a very quick little story here, um, oh, and then I'm going to set you guys. It's going to be quick. Don't worry. So, <laughs> my family uh, recently moved into a new house. Brad, uh, much? the house was built. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty proud of it. I haven't moved in almost 20 years. I'm proud. No, for real. Congratulations. We know you you've been looking yep. for a home for a bit and you found is it your forever home? Is it your forever home? Mortgage-wise, yeah. Uh, probably going to be it's going to take me forever to fix everything that's broken around here, but yes, sure. Uh, okay. for that reason alone, it's my forever home. One of the things that was wrong with this house is it has these huge old 80s era Evergreen bushes, you know, the really gross juniper bushes that have been around for too long. Yep. So my 78-year-old father came into town this past weekend, put on his overalls, and he and I got out in the yard, and we decided to take those bushes out. And while we were removing this bush in the front yard, we discovered under, I don't know, a foot of pine needles, we found a purse. Oh, whoa. Whoa. Ding, 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 I'm just adding it. This isn't about the challenge. She just locked up. Hold on. Andrew, can you come back with us? It's not even. Can you put the bass down? Yeah. (laughs) You didn't didn't like my spooky music? Gosh. 
I was trying to give producer Ron a break by just doing the the effects for once. <laughs> Your mouth music is lovely. W- wait a second. So you you pull the shrub up. So you just found a purse like in these thick, thick bushes that it's, it's been there forever. Thick bushes that have been there forever. Opened up this purse. The purse looks ancient. It looks like a, something you pulled out of a a peat bog in in Ireland, like it's been preserved very well. One of those okay. Irish uh, peat bog purses that you hear, hear about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Do you yeah, remember yeah. when we had that Irish correspondent on this podcast, Pete Bog? He was like, <laughs> he was so thorough, and he would always give us updates. I can't do, I can't do smoke them if you got them, but we're gonna we're gonna backslap on Pete Bog. Okay. <laughs> Remember, he played third base for the Red Sox. Pete Boggs was... uh, What fun. What fun we're having. Wade Boggs' older brother, Pete. No, uh, I've got tons of them, Adam. You shut your mouth. uh, Sit back. Smoke them if you got them. Damn it. So I open up the purse, and I take a look inside, and it has credit cards. Holy shit. Spending spree. Cha-ching. Is that the challenge? Yeah. No, because all the credit cards are expired. God damn it. Um, by how long? All of the credit cards expired in 1999. What? So this purse Holy has shit. been in this bush for at least 24 years. Holy shit. Ron. Holy That's crazy. shit. Wait, but is there other information in there? Yeah, is there a license? Uh, no, not a license, but the person worked for Frontier Airlines and I and has their employees. You should idea. narrow it down because I think Frontier only has two employees based on their service. So <laughs> we're going to have – this is actually going to be a lot easier than we thought <laughs> – yeah, it's either Kendra or Connie. It's either yeah. Kendra or Connie. This was the late 90s during, you know, when Frontier was a, a fun airline to be part of uh, during their, sure, their height. Sure. So she was probably one of 10 or 12 employees. <laughs> so here's my challenge for you guys. I'm going to give you the information that I have from the purse. I'm going to give you the person's name, and you now know that they worked for Frontier Airlines. And I want you to go solve the mystery. Where did this purse come from? How did it wind up in my bush? Like find this person? I want you to find the person and see, you know, see if you can find out what happened to their purse and see if oh they want it back. God. Let's try to return this purse to the original. Whoa, this shit. is a good like, challenge. I love this. We're like Encyclopedia Browns. Yeah, you're Columbo's. What? Um, oh I was going to say, this is like the Hardy Boys in the mystery of Purse Island. Whoa. <laughs> <Purse> no, <laughs> I was going to go Nancy Drew. The Hardy Boys never should this have gone is to Nancy Purse Drew Island. and it's... the tale of the bush and the purse. That's what this is from. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a lot of yeah, things. it's it's a, a lot, lot of things, things all at once. But all of them are young adult fiction. Yes, <laughs> this is all. This is our YA. Episode. This is we finally have a YA episode. Uh, a very PG mystery. I don't want to brag, Ron, but I, as you all know, I have a problem letting people go. I think that this is going to be an easy challenge for me. I think I'll be able to get my nails dirty. I, what do you mean? I, I'm, I'm pretty good at tracking Wait, people what is Ben about? What's Ben going to do? Am I going to regret this? I think Ben is like low-key just being like, I stalk my exes. Oh, that's what he's saying. <laughs> Why don't you guys just shut up? Ron, you got a D.O.B. on our Jane Doe? <laughs> Ron, you got a D.O.B.? No. I, well, hold on. I'm gonna let me dig into the wow. purse and see. I don't think I have a date of birth. Okay, well, I will be careful not to dispense any of her info without. Yeah, permission let's redact it. We do it not. This, you, the we listener, were, we do not want jumping on. It's already probably yeah. going to terrify this person to be contacted by even one stranger, <laughs> let alone multiple three boys, strangers. Three hot dads. <laughs> three boys. Hey, want a guest on Boy Crazy? <laughs> <laughs> 
By the way, you got cheap tickets on Frontier still? Or what? Hey, we found your 24-year-old purse. Want to come meet and do our podcast? <laughs> I put it in a plastic bag to make it look like evidence. Oh, my God. Listen, nice. I can't see this. Ron's producing it from a Ziploc bag like he pulled it out of a fucking storage man, locker. this purse has endured the Colorado terrifying. elements. <gasps> look at this oh thing. Oh, my God. That wow. thing is fucked up. It could be 100 years old. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. It is Ron, heavily worn. Can, have you gone through all? You're not even wearing gloves. Like you're tainting everything. Yeah, Jesus, the the chain of evidence is completely ruined. Now we won't know if Ron murdered it this is just person. Raining dirt and evergreen clippings all over my keyboard. This is such a mistake I've well, made. That's not the first um, time that's happened. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what, yeah. but Ron, are there sunglasses? Do I see a pair of aviators in there? There's there are sunglasses Whoa. in here that this are is a fucking pilot. pilot. Imagine. I think we've pilot. all lost sunglasses. Just imagine being reunited. <laughs> With a pair of sunglasses that you loved 24 years later. How good would that feel? I'm going to say an Airbus A320 went down. Somebody threw it out of a plane? That's no, no, no. The whole plane went down in your yard. This thing goes this all the way to the This was a huge cover-up. Yeah. No yeah, one remembers is. when uh, that huge plane crashed in South Denver. Oh, my God. Yeah. So oh my Ron God, has dude, pulled out fucking scary. half-broken... Aviator sunglasses. These are Unabomber style. They've got that tortoise shell frame. There's a bottle of Tylenol. There's a bottle of something. I don't know what take it is. Em. I don't know take what these Take them. Take them. Take them. Do it. Eat all Snort it. If it's Bill. Should I open it? Open it. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. If it's a wedding ring, the label is totally one. worn off, so I can't. You find them, you got to swallow them. Garlic rules. Swallow them if you got them. little bottle. It's like just. Yeah, I was just going to say. Adam, it queued you up. Swallow, them if, Swallow them, them if you got them. It's just, it's just black <laughs> inside. Whatever was in here is gone. Wait, wait, wait. What else is there? Have you gone through all the little side pockets in there? Yeah, I've gone. There's no cash. Okay. Uh, there's cash. any more, like, right, Ron? Like, wink, wink. <laughs> no, I looked. Yeah, that's stuff. Uh, oh, what is that? There's some Pepsi promotional pens. A couple Pepsi, Pepsi pens. promotional pens. Pepsi pens. Uh, okay, there is a pen is taking notes. <laughs> ben is literally I like that he thinks that Pepsi pins are their Pepsi clue that's gonna that's really gonna be Could the be. difference. We don't know that Frontier wasn't doing something with Pepsi at time, and that allows us to triangulate a date. So everything's a clue. I don't think it's triangulate a date, but I love how you tried to force that <laughs> <Yeah>. in there. <laughs> okay. He just is repeating words he heard on Law and Order. Yeah, exactly. We got Tylenol. So that'll give us that could give us an idea of time. Going to uh, evacuate uh, all of our data what systems. Else, what else do you have there, Ron? What else? There's a little. At? There's a little. A uh, little jar of Colonial Dames Vitamin E cream. Whoa. Okay, so that's for the face. This is a woman yep. who cared about her skin. What's it called? Colonial Dames. <laughs> Colonial dames. Uh, colonial that's, dames. That's what. Am I hearing dating, this? That's what it says. That's Andrew's dating site that he signed colonial up for. Colonial dames. <laughs> the only face cream of the antebellum South. Colonial dames. Yeah. <laughs> colonial dames. That is an an old How ass sounding war brand. reenactors keep their skins soft and smooth. Colonial <laughs> dames. Colonial dames. I use it on my uh, on my neck rash. <laughs> Right. What else Wait, we got? What, what else, else is got? in there? Dig in there. Let those little fingers. There's a there's a discovery card. Okay. A Capital One discover card. Discover or discovery? Uh, it's discover. American, Ron doesn't know. Discover. Sorry, discover. <laughs> discover. We got Amex. Yeah, her subscription to the Discovery Channel. Guys, shut uh, the fuck and up. This one we actually, got Discover, This one Amex. might actually be very useful. 
There is a King Supers grocery card. Okay. This account might still be connected yeah, to Ron, this Yeah, Ron, could I get a hold of that? Yeah, can I get... No, 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 no. I want the King Supers well, card. this is bullshit. I'm going to go into my local King Supers and slide a crisp 20 across the counter <laughs> and see if uh, Linda can pull up the uh, <laughs> the user data and print it out for me. Uh, Linda, maybe you'd rather talk to... <laughs> <laughs> Talk to one of the presidents. Whoop. I can't remember what president is on the twenty dollar bill. Slide that twenty across the counter and say to her, "Hey, Linda, maybe you and the computer in that bill can triangulate the owner of that card for me." <laughs> yes, <laughs> you guys are laughing. You guys are making fun of me. We but are. I'm going to find this fucking person. Uh, uh, can I ask There's you a couple? Twenty two cents. Whoa! Yeah, you said there was no money. In what there. is the challenge? Are we working together? Are we working alone? We got to work together, right? I don't know. This it's not my job to decide what you guys are going to do. Why don't you figure it out? Maybe we should work together so we don't terrify this person with a weirdly competitive yes. con- uh, stream yes. of contact where okay. they're like, "Someone already called me yesterday," and we're like, "Yeah, d- did they get it right?" Me. Let me take the reins for a second. I think that's a very good point. I think producer Ron needs to hand over this evidence to the Grolix team, and the three of us will spend the challenge trying to get this to this woman slash determining if she's been murdered and we'll come back after a week and we will we'll share our results. We'll talk about what we did, how we did it. But I us like three, this. we need to put we our We are now deputized Encyclopedia Browns. Hell yeah. yeah. Yes. Hey, uh, Ron, couple couple quick questions that I want to get down here on my notepad. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> it, it, now, this Frontier document, does it list the position? This guy's a regular Carmen Sandiego. Does it <laughs> no, list, that's uh, the villain uh, of the series, Ron. You have to find Carmen Sandiego. That's up. what we're trying to do. Nerd. Uh, guys, the first 48 clock has already started ticking. Uh, okay, it's been so, 24 years, Ben. Yeah, but the first 48 <laughs> from Discovery is, is huge, and it's crucial, and it's key. That's when the brain is working most optimally Ron what are you uh, talking about nothing I don't know Ron does the frontier (laughs) thing have any kind of information about position was this a pilot was this a bag handler Uh, a reservation agent okay that's great those are probably those are the good ones those are the good ones (laughs) yeah I think it I think it does have their employee ID number too. Okay, that'd be. Can I get any ID on you? Um, and a and a photo. Oh so shit! So you can see the person. Wow! Oh so my there, god! There, there she is. This is fucking weird. There's, Presumably she. We'll blur that out. I, All right. Okay, so we would presume presume that this is a woman. What age would you ballpark uh, them as? Ron. I'm not the detective here. You guys, this is your channel. All right. I'm just curious. Out. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just also compiling data. My guess. I'd say somewhere in their 30s, judging by wow. that photo. What do you all think? Uh, what if Ben's like, and Ron, on there, does it say married, single? <laughs> uh, what's her status? Ben's looking yeah. for the ultimate meet cute. Uh, I dug a little. I just found this. Um, there's also a an, like a vision insurance card. Okay. Uh, and it has an additional member listed on here. Another name. Oh, shit. Associated. Name we can bleep it. Hit me with that name. Yeah. Uh, it is. Okay. And do we have a DOB on that? Uh, no. No date of birth. Okay. 
<laughs> what about an HOA? We got an HOA on there? Yeah. We got, <laughs> is there an HOA? We got a uh, PMS. It's the, only, is there a, uh, it's the only acronym yeah. I know. What about an ASL, an age sex location? What do we got? What about an NBA? Uh, we got an ESL, English NBA Second anywhere. Language. Uh, <laughs> do we have any NDAs they've signed? Anybody signed an NDA on this one? Any OPPs? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wait. All right. Any okay. more? Any more interesting things from the purse? Uh, the, I don't know if this was in the purse, but it was found near the purse. I also found a Twix uh, wrapper, a cookies okay, and cream this Twix is as wrapper. Helpful as it gets. That gives us no. That gives us a time frame when those were popular. Cookies and cream Twix. I haven't thought about that in forever. Uh, and the best buy date on this, the expiration date on this, is 1996. Whoa! So this could be from 1995. This could wow. be. It really could. Wow! Listen. Now that we know all of this info, before we go into act two, briefly, very briefly, for real, Andrew, what is your hypothesis of how this purse ended up there? Earnestness horn? Yes, earnestness horn. I think this purse was stolen and then someone tried to ditch the evidence by putting it under this bush. And I think I would further hypothesize it could have been the people who lived at that house. They somehow got a hold of the purse and then they decided to try to hide it by burying it under this bush, thinking that no one would ever find it. Okay. Adam, what do you think? What's your hypothesis, earnestness? Or I think this woman was walking down the street with her purse, saw another woman in the neighborhood named Elizabeth that she hates and always has awkward interactions with, dove into the bush to avoid Elizabeth, fell asleep, Okay. and her body dissolved over time because she died in her sleep right there. <laughs> And Somebody has just committed one of the highest crimes in Rift City and ignored an earnestness horn. And it was sh- pretty funny. Though. And she died happy because she didn't have to talk to Elizabeth. She did, I mean, it was successful. She dodged Elizabeth. And so Adam will now have to face the Rift Rat. And I hate seeing Nobody that. Nobody sounded uh, it. Producer Ron's out of the booth. He's incapable of sounding the horn. Just because you said earnestness doesn't mean the horn was sounded. The man's out of the, out of the tower. No, it, it was, and you will have I've been horn to trained. the Rift I'm rack. classically and horn I, trained, and you know that. I can't have a verbal, <laughs> verbal earnestness horn. I need the classically actual horn. Classically horn trained. All right, Ben. I'm going to say that I believe as well that this purse was stolen from this person, being that there's no cash in it, but there is small amounts of change. The only problem I have with that is the credit cards still being in there. But credit cards, and back in the 90s, it would have been much easier to commit credit card fraud. That's the part that throws me off a bit. Yeah, I'll tell you from experience, they probably would have tried to use them. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And oh. so okay, Andrew. I'm going to say, can I ask you one more question before I make no further that details? <laughs> None needed. None needed. Yeah. Was it buried or did it did it look like it had been dug in and put under the dirt or did it look like it was just settling under debris that gathered it with this? The this bush had been neglected for so long that there was about two feet underneath the bush. There was about two feet of pine needles. And it was OK. It was in the pine needles, but not actually uh, buried like it, it was in like the preserved dirt. Preserved in this giant. I'm gonna say pile. it's a theft. Somebody grabbed the purse, took the cash, chucked it under the bush. I would be willing to bet it's probably the people who lived in that house. Would be my guess. Was this bush in the front yard or the backyard? Front yard. Then I don't think ah, it's the people who lived tough. in the house. I think it's somebody who either drove up. Went through the purse, chucked it in there, or was walking by and chucked it I think it, it I, somebody's walking by. 
Good guess. You're completely discarding the Elizabeth theory. If it's the front yard, it's more likely she would have run into Elizabeth. <laughs> and, and, uh, and currently, right now, Adam is being looked at for crimes against humanity. You're not allowed to continue to make <laughs> jokes when the riff horn Again, is no riff horn Here's was sounded as the horn sounder is out of the Here's a n- my new theory. I think this person lived in Ron's house. I think someone broke into the house or or somehow got into the house, took the purse right from there, and then tossed it under the bush on their way out. You think out. our Jane Doe lived mm-hmm. in Ron's I do. house? Because I know where Ron's house is. It's not, it, it's not next to like a place where there would just be like random foot traffic. Like you wouldn't, you would intentionally go to the street where this house is. Correct. And okay. it's not a, just like a, a passersby situation. Well, Here's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be letting the audience decide. We're going to be posting Ron's new address <laughs> so that everybody can see where it is and hypothesize Co-signed. for themselves. Co-signed. Yeah. And uh, so I guess we've got our marching orders. We've got a purse found underneath a bush. We've in- got a woman to terrify, boys. Saddle up. <laughs> <laughs> or, a, or a mystery to solve. Maybe maybe something did happen uh, to totally. this person. Yeah. Uh, Ron, yeah. thank you for bringing this challenge. This is very cool and very spooky and I'm curious to see where it goes. It's going to be going to be a fun one for sure. This is wild. Yeah. I've reunited yeah. things with people before, but never on a 24 year old scale. Holy crap. Yeah. This is going to be super interesting. So in the second act, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about what details we found about this. And did we find the person? Were we able to get to the bottom of this? Uh, this could be awesome or it could suck, but I think it's going to be more awesome than that. So uh, until then, smoke them if you got them. Dude, <laughs> Ron, I'm going to need you to leave that gap of silence in there. I know you'd like let's, to condense it. But. Just clip it out. Just snip it. Snip it in post. No, let's uh, take a minute. Let's cleanse our palate from Adam's behavior this morning. Let's listen to some live stand-up comedy uh, from... Uh, Rinse the, off his pearls. The, uh, the, <laughs> the Bug Theater. That happens the last Saturday of every month. Tickets are on sale for next month. This was recorded live at the High Plains Comedy Festival, uh, which was a blast. So enjoy Shonic Godkindy. Uh, so funny. And when we return... Oh my gosh. Let's, uh, we will have got to the bottom of this. We are sleuths extraordinary. This could be our new podcast, Coldest it Case. Cold, yes. trivial case. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. I'm an immigrant. I was not born in America. Anyone else not born here? Get them! <laughs> they come back in ice uniforms. They're like, oh shit. <laughs> I checked to make sure there was no idea. Uh, it's a very weird place to try and figure out by trial and error, you know? Like, I'll give you an example. My family came here April of 2001, and nobody told us about Halloween. Please think about that for a second, dog. You guys have to start telling people what the fuck Halloween is. Because it's very jarring to move to a new place. You wake up one day, and now there are skeletons everywhere. You're gonna have some fucking questions, okay? <laughs> like, we moved here in April. In October, things got spooky as shit. <laughs> we had no idea why. It was October of 2001. And we were driving around, and there was like fake blood and skeletons and knives everywhere. <laughs> in October of 2001, and my dad, in a very quiet moment, asked the car, he was like, 
do you think this is because of 9-11? And my mom was like, mm, yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> They're scared, we're scared. Spooky time in America. <laughs> okay, everybody, we are back. It is a few days later. The plot has thickened. The story has progressed. We have been out with hound dogs tromping through the woods with flashlights, and and there's been a southern cop hanging out with us for some reason who's just been a fun addition to the whole well, investigation. He could have gone into them uh, swamps. Exactly, yeah. and we only go out at night. Yep. It's been very spooky. Yep. Uh, Producer Ron is here, but, but things have developed. We've all kind of been going to work in our various areas trying to find the proper owner of this purse. And, uh, and yeah, so all of you guys have been out there doing work, right? Everyone's been working hard? Yeah, boots on the ground. Hell boots yeah. on the ground. <laughs> yeah, we got dogs in the bushes. For sure, for sure. Dogs in the bushes. <laughs> I, I'll, start, I'll start with my update because uh, it, it, is, it is sort of a plot that's all over the place. Immediately after we, we last spoke, Ben started uh, going to work on the computer in a sort of terrifyingly effective way. And within minutes had a list of people that he thought were related to this woman. Yeah, I went online. I found the name of the person, but it had a listed potential relatives or people that are affiliated with that person or could be. So I delegated to Adam right, right. Uh, one of the names and, and what delegated delegated. No, that's a delicatessen. It's when you delegate it uh, delicately. Sort of clay, like a, it's no, no, no. It's when you delegate something okay. delicately. Oh, so I may I say it. I appreciated your, your soft hand. Yes. In that delegation I ginger gated you. you. Sort of, thank you. It's a ginger delegation. <laughs> Um, so anyway, I delegated to Adam, Ron, just cut that out uh, delicately. One of the names um, stays mostly because uh, in my searches, I found one of the names and I noticed that Adam, uh, you were friends with this person on Facebook. They followed you now. And see, Ben, this comes with being a big fish in a small pond. It's like a lot of people in this city are just. Oh, I want to be friends with Adam Caton Holland. Oh, I, I want to follow him on, on social media. And so it's like, yes, that's cool that this person is into what I do. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean I have any relationship with this person. I cannot tell you how many people follow me, Ben, that I don't know personally. And so and this person follows quite a few comics. I, I didn't get a chance to finish. It's not just you. Seems to be a comedy fan, except... Myself. So I did not want to talk to this person. So I passed them off to Adam because I felt as if I'd been snubbed. And I got to tell you guys, it is currently a dead end. At the time of podcasting, I have reached out to this person. Okay. I have said, hey, I think I, I think it's their mom that lost the purse. And so I wrote them a very like appropriate message saying, hey, we're doing this weird podcast challenge. We think your mom may have lost his purse years ago. Hit me back if, if that's the case. So I've done some further sleuthing. Followed this person on Instagram. They're currently on vacation in Italy. Ah, okay. So I understand why they might not be getting back to me. But could you see if they at least maybe read the message? Did they? They have not read the message. Okay. They have not read the message. Damn. All right. But it's pretty clear they have good taste in comedy from just sort of their posts and and uh, their their general vibe. I think that's all sus, as the kids say. Highly mm. sus. So that is my update. That is my update. Andrew, what have you been up yeah, to? Yeah, well, 
I actually went out into the world to try to track this person down, not content to hide behind the hedges of the internet. I took the one piece of evidence we had that could lead to this person, which was their grocery store card. There were some expired credit cards, but a credit card company is obviously not going to give us any info. But they had a King Supers card in there. And if you're listening to this elsewhere, King Supers is a huge chain of Colorado grocery stores. You might think it's spelled King Supers like S-U-P-E-R-S. Well, buckle up. It's way stupider than that. It's S-O-O-P-E-R-S. King Supers. I wish you got a whole other way. If you're listening to this elsewhere, King Supers is the mayor of Denver. He yeah, talks yes. aside term limits. He's been in office for 18 <laughs> terms. He is King a tyrant. Super. Everyone's afraid of him. It's spelled like <laughs> something from Mario Brothers. In, yeah, totally. in a nation replete with stupid grocery store names, it's up there. It might be the it's, top. It's one, of the, it's one of the bigger Kroger chains. Yeah, yeah. That's the parent company. So I... I took the King Supers card and I thought if anyone will give me this person's info, it will be King Supers. So I. You thought you could take that Orvidal charm and just <laughs> yeah. waylay some poor King Supers worker, bull them yes. over. I planned poorly, though. I once again dressed like a paramilitary insurrectionist. Uh, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> but I was like, this is good for the challenge. Like, if they give me this woman's information the way I'm dressed right now, it's fucked up. I should be like, okay, let me speak to your manager because you just hey, failed. I need my uh, old crucial ladies test. whereabouts. I need my yeah, old ladies exactly. whereabouts. I was definitely dressed like somebody you don't give out a woman's info to, especially when they're admitting to you that they don't really know the person. <laughs> so uh, I went to the King Super site, but unfortunately there was a little bit of a language barrier between myself and the person helping me at the counter, but. The short of it was they would not give me the information. Mm. They said they didn't have it, which is weirdly, like, I don't think true. But that's what they told me. They were like, oh, we can't help you. We don't have it. Um, So I struck out there. But I did get to waste about 28 minutes in a King Supers uh, while (laughs) standing in line watching people buy scratchers. Uh, A time-honored Denver tradition that never gets old. (laughs) Información. Información de una extraña. Una mujer quien no conozco. Su información. Su dirección y su número de teléfono. Ahora mismo. (laughs) I wish that was the communication gap because I do understand a bit of Spanish, but that was not the the communication gap. Uh, I was Korean. Do you speak Korean, Adam? No. So you couldn't have fucking helped me, okay? Oh, boy. All right, Ben, you are our last best hope. How did you do? How did you do? Well, I obviously found some of the information that I gave to Adam. Uh, That was a a big um, piece of it was that when I started searching, I used some websites online that have public records and things like that. Uh, and judging by the photo and when she worked at the airline and approximate age, I, w- I was able to locate this person. What? I did find the person online. And then Ron and I uh, commenced to uh, reach out to this person. I actually reached out to another relative, somebody that I believe to be her son. They read the message but did not respond to me. But shortly afterwards, she responded saying that, yes, she worked for Frontier Airlines. Holy shit, you got her. Yeah. And 
I could tell you the entire story, but why not let the owner of the purse, who is joining us right now, on the telephone? Oh my god! Uh, we will just for the for this, we will just call you Kelly. We won't say your last name, if that's all right. But uh, Kelly is going to be joining us right now. Everybody, welcome to the show. The owner of oh the purse, god. Kelly, is here on the line. Hello, Kelly. Hi. Hey, there you are. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? We're so good, Kelly. <laughs> Great. There, Great. There's three of us, Ben, Adam, and Andrew. I'm going to let Ben take the lead so we all don't just talk at the same time, but we're so thrilled that you're here. Uh, thanks for thanks for joining us. Ben, Ben, please take over. This is amazing. So real quick, Kelly, we talked. I'm the one that initially had reached out. This is Ben. And then I got Ron involved because, hi, it's good to talk to you. And thank you for being willing to do this. This is the weirdest shit ever. I know. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> Kelly was able to kind of break down what had happened. And we all had theories on this, right? Yes. Adam, what was your theory again? Kelly, my theory was that there was a woman in the neighborhood that you really hated. And you saw her walking down the street one day and you wanted to avoid her altogether. So you dove into a bush <laughs> to avoid her. And you left your purse there and forgot for three decades. That was my theory. <laughs> Adam, okay, so that was insane. <laughs> am I close, Kelly? Am I am I even close on that one? No. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, worth a shot. Worth uh, a shot. Okay. Andrew, worth a what shot. was your theory? Uh, I thought I thought maybe someone had broken into your house and threw and threw it under the bush. Yeah. Okay. And I, uh, Kelly, had agreed with Andrew that I thought that was the case. I, of course, know we've discussed this, but so you lost the purse sometime in. What, what did we say? Nineteen ninety six. Well, ninety six is when I started working at Frontier Airlines. So it, it would have been after that, but I don't have a timeline. I cannot remember at all when that happened. And I asked Marty and Howard, I asked Marty if she remembered and that, that she vaguely remembered. So we don't have we don't have a memory. I have no idea when it happened. I can't go back that far. So who are Marty and Howard? Okay, that's the family that I cleaned house for in that neighborhood. Okay. And I cleaned house for them for 25 years. But um, they're my next door I neighbors. Got, yeah, they're, they're Ron's. They're still Ron's neighbors. What? It, okay. Yeah. So tell us what happened. The, the like with the purse. So um, I was over there cleaning, and you know I've been cleaning there for years, and and the neighborhood is a great neighborhood, really a great neighborhood, and I would never lock my car doors ever, and so I uh, went I did my cleaning and I, you know, went out to my car to leave, drove away. And then I realized that my purse was missing. So I don't, I don't think I had a cell phone then. So when I got home, I contacted Marty and let her know, you guys, my purse disappeared while I was cleaning your house. And we were all kind of shocked about it because we just never expected anything like that to happen. There were some um, people working at the house that day too, though. So I don't know. I'm not blaming anybody, but the purse just disappeared. And even the next week when I came, went over to clean Marty and Howard, they were so sweet that Marty gave me like an extra 60 or 70 bucks and said, I know this doesn't cover 
the, you know, the inconvenience that you've been through, but maybe you can go buy yourself a nice new purse. Oh, that's really nice. <laughs> so, um, that's all. And, you know, it just kind of went from there. I don't, I don't, I completely blocked it out, completely forgot about it. I had two young teenagers at that time. I was busy working at Frontier, cleaning houses on the side and raising two, te- two teenage boys. So I just let it go. And when you reached out, I was completely clueless. I I had could not recollect it at all. That's crazy. <laughs> so you had to like actually remember the event. You're like, oh yeah, I did lose a purse, but it took some thinking to even remember that that happened, right? Yeah, I remembered it after the address was mentioned. Um, when Ben sent the picture, I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> and and then I said, can the ad, can I get the the vicinity, you know, the location? And when he said it was on and I know Marty Howard, like I said, I've, I've known them for 35 years now, right off the bat. I'm like, oh, my God, that's right. My purse was stolen out of my car that time when I was cleaning their house. Wow. So that's how I remembered. Otherwise, I would. I don't know if I would have remembered. That's so funny. Kelly, I have, I have good news for you. Uh, King Supers will not give out your information <laughs> with a with a twenty seven year old supercard. They wouldn't give me the information. I went in. I was like, I'm trying to I'm trying to reunite the owner of this lost purse with their purse. They would not give me the information. I don't King Supers anymore. Oh, ouch. When they've been so good to you and your information, I mean, it is locked up tight at King Supers. (laughs) If you're Safeway, they're not going to give you that kind of protection. I just don't see that happening at Safeway. Well, in another small town turn, your son and I are friends on Facebook. Just randomly, we're we're buds on Facebook. Isn't that funny? This just couldn't be a smaller town. Colorado. Who is it, Riley, the one that reached out to me? There was one that I reached out to that I think may have told you, but can I also ask you, when you saw the purse finally, like the photos of it, do you remember the stuff in there? Yeah. Okay, because you had a sweet pair of aviators, which tells me you were pretty (laughs) rocking back then. You were... (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what kind of car you were driving, but it looked like it could have been a Corvette or a sweet Z28 because <laughs> Trans Am. Yeah. <laughs> also, do you want the gum yeah. back? We did find some gum. <laughs> do you want it back? My daughter-in-law, as soon as I showed her the picture, she's like, oh my God, those glasses. You've got to get those sunglasses back. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can get those to you. We can get those to you. The glasses yeah. were cool. They they need new lenses. The lenses like separated. It was crazy. Like they're <laughs> they like peeled apart. I I do have one question. You know, like this is such a random occurrence that we did this and and we found you and you know, the sunglasses were just one of many precious items in the purse. What are you thinking in terms of a reward figure for the three of us? <laughs> for finding All right, I almost put my coffee. I think just being on our podcast is is the reward. <laughs> Listen, what is the going price? The Pepsi pens. Those, you know. What's the going price on some thirty-year-old vitamin E skin cream? Oh, God. Don't open that. That's uh, that. is like wine. We got to find these workers. I don't think this case is over. We got to find uh, these yeah. guys that were working on this house and dispense some well, justice. Well, what I was wondering <laughs> is, you know, it was found under the bush of Ron's house. Did you know the people who lived 
in the house that Ron resides okay, in now. Okay, well, that's, that's kind of all questionable. Um, not remembering when it happened. Yeah, they waved at me regularly. You know, I would see them, and they did have a couple of um, younger kids. I, I was curious. Was the bush or was the purse literally buried or did it seem like it got tossed and over the years got covered? Well, the the bush had been neglected for also for 25 years. So this purse was in a pile of pine needles inside the bush. But it, I think it, it seems like it was just tossed in there. I don't think it was actually hidden by anybody. Um, did did do you know if you had cash in it at the time? I don't remember. Probably not. Again, you know, <laughs> we're different here. Yeah. I cleaned houses on the side, yeah. and I had two kids. <laughs> Probably not yeah. a dime. I found twenty two yeah. cents, yeah. two two very very old dimes, and two very old pennies. Uh, we'll we'll make sure to get those back to you. Congratulations! You're twenty two cents richer now. I, I, I think like. When we found this, it seemed so creepy. It 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 seemed very bizarre because this is a fully intact purse. I mean, it 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 and your photo and everything. <laughs> it just freaked us out at first. We were like, "Oh my god, she's under the bush!" Is a real concern of ours. But um, it's it's it sounds totally like a real run of the mill theft. Uh, yeah. So. On this podcast, it's obviously we're three comedians and we like to goof around on it. But the main focus of it is is doing challenges every week to try to better the world around us a little bit. So when Ron found this purse, we're like, let's find the rightful owner of this purse, kind of to to make a good podcast, but also to to do a good deed. So I guess I wanted to ask you, do you think us doing this in some small way makes the world a better place? Was this was this something that you enjoyed, or was this an unwelcome intrusion? <laughs> you're like, no, thank you. I don't. I don't want this. Since we uh, didn't really curious your get take anything on it. of value. I, I, I think it's great. I think it's really great. And you did bring back some old memories, and probably not just for me, but for Marty and Howard too. When I told them about what happened, and you know, just the stuff that's in the purse. Of course, it's important to me. The ID for Frontier. I retired from Frontier in 2011. So, whoa, yeah, it'd be cool to get that ID back. How long? So, you were with them for like 15 years? Yeah, I was with them for 15 years. I started in 96 with on the ID and retired in 2011. Wow. I was with them when they were a good airline. Dang. (laughs) That joke has already been made on the episode. (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) Now I almost don't want to tell people I worked for them. But yeah, yeah, no, I think it's awesome. It's a very strange thing that they didn't take the credit cards. It's just a bizarre, I don't know. I mean, it's a bizarre thing, but we would love to get it back to you uh, so that you can have it and you can rifle through it and look at this stuff and have all of this stuff. So we'll we'll make sure we get it back to you. Yeah, I will. I will get it back to you, Kelly. We can do that. I actually talked to Marty and Howard recently, and I just talked to them like that day or the day before that you guys had reached out, which was really bizarre. Um, because they were staying at, at one of my homes that I have and, um, they were vacationing. And so I talked to them about it and we're actually going to be trying to get together for a meal soon. So Ron, you could even just give it to 
give it to Martine Howard, um, and they'll keep it safe for me. I, I trust they'll keep it safe for me. I don't know. They haven't done that good a job the last 30 years. Yeah, exactly. Kelly, I want to ask you a question. Have you considered Marty and Howard as the prime suspects? <laughs> now, I want to, I want, I really, I really want to throw this out there. Ron says they're lovely, no. but right now we just don't know, and we have to follow up on every lead, you know? <laughs> I did think it was weird that, you know, they offered to give me some. No, I'm kidding. Never, never. <laughs> never. No, no, I'm, I know. I'm joking. They sound like lovely people. Congratulations to you, Ron, because you have some awesome neighbors. Um, I know several of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, regarding Adam's question about does this make the world a better place, I will say for me personally, this whole adventure Definitely did because I'm going to Marty and Howard's house for brunch tomorrow morning. What? Oh my uh, gosh. So, Where did my invite uh, go? Building Ron, bridges. My invite? Uh, <laughs> Mine yeah. must have gone to my spam mail. Did, it, it, what, what happened? They are great neighbors. Uh, like, are they going to let you use their pool in the summer? Yeah, they have a swimming oh, pool. Come this on. Ma- I mean, this is really making my world a better place, oh guys. So thank God. you so much. Can, it's can, it's can, so cool. Can we just I talk about how crazy this has been? I found you. I not Ron. Ron didn't do the legwork on this. I found you, and I think a dip in Marty and Howie's pool would be nice once in a while. I would like to have a brunch or something together, but <laughs> maybe you could put in a word. Is Andrew there? Yes, I'm here. Andrew, my son, my other son knows you, and he's told me to do the podcast. He said you were a cool dude. Oh, great, cool. <laughs> what is this? I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> None, what a small world. This is wild. None of your kids know who I am. Somehow Aunt, my son Jeff, who's a musician, knows Andrew. Wow. And I think I that's the who one that who's is. friends with Adam also small on Facebook. World. Oh, is it Adam? He just I think oh, he just likes oh, me more Adam. than Adam, which yeah. is probably why I mentioned that. And that makes sense. That makes sense to me. <laughs> that makes sense. I can't believe I'm left out of but this. It's such I, a small world. So um such a small world. Such a small world. Thank you so much for uh, thanks for talking to us. Today. You're an amazing sport, Kelly. You are so awesome, and thank you for being willing to do this with us. Uh, you're amazing. This was so awesome. You're welcome. It's been really fun, and it's been really exciting to share the story with my friends. So, thank you, you so got much, it. Ronald. Get you your purse. Back. I'll be in touch. I'll uh, I'll let you know if I leave the purse at Marty and Howard's house or if I, if I return it to you. I would love to meet you in person because this is just a funny situation and I that I think that would be fun. Okay. Well, we can make that happen. So, um I you know, I can set something up when I'm in that neck of the woods. I don't generally go that too far, but I can let you know or if we okay. set something up to meet up with Marty and Howard, I can let you know more. We'll, we'll figure we'll figure something out. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. You're, this fun. You're the, thanks again. You're the best and and have a great holiday season. Happy Halloween. Oh, thank you. You too. You guys have fun. Thanks. Bye, Kelly. All right. Bye. All right. So there you go. We did it. We found her. <laughs> wow. 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 Am I, am I the only one who didn't believe a word of that bullshit? Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Lying through her teeth. <laughs> I think she, she's sus, poor, bro. I think it's highly sus. Poor lady was trying to start a new for? life. She was just trying to ditch that old life, and we had to dredge <laughs> it back up. She's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will say this was really interesting because when she talked about what her life was at that time where she was like, 
you know, I was working two jobs. I just started working at Frontier, you know, and then two high school I don't boys. know if yeah, like young kids. She gets her friggin' purse stolen, which had to have been stressful at that time. Right. That's such a – like when that happened, we've all had that, or you lose your phone or something, and you're like, fuck, and you're just literally like raging at the gods. Didn't you get robbed, Adam, like overseas or yeah, something I, like yeah, that? Yeah, like, I got robbed in, in France, and you think it's like the biggest fucking deal, and then – you know, she didn't even remember it. Yeah. 25 years later, she's like, oh, yeah, that happened. I fucking forgot. That's, that's a nice lesson there that these, these things will pass and you'll be just fine and you can move on, you know? Yeah, that is, that is a good lesson. And also, I think it was – I don't know if you picked up on this little bit, and I may be assuming something, so I'm, I'm not trying to. But she said that, that Ron's neighbors will stay at one of her properties. I, I, which I picked to up me on that too. sounds like she's done okay for herself. I, I had the exact same thing. You don't want to jump to conclusions, but generally someone who's cleaning people's houses doesn't have multiple properties for those people to then stay at. But it's kind of a nice right. story that 30 years later – that person does and is still in touch yeah, with she's this family. retired and yeah, it's yeah, fucking great. And grown kids. And- the wild part about this was she worked for those next door neighbors. And at the time that we started this search, those next door neighbors were on vacation at her place. <laughs> What is going on? That's crazy. crazy. What's so cool is she's maintained a relationship with these people for like 25 years. That's really cool. To a point to where we could find her and this connection could be reestablished. I just think it, I think it's so great. You guys really knocked it out of the park with this episode. I'm like choking up. It's so cool what happened. Which is why we have the Ron shield because these uh, these emotional outbursts are. (laughs) Oh, God. No. Too much. All right. All right. Before before we put Ron back in his cage. Age, <laughs> I, we we do a lot of podcasting magic in this thing. That was no podcasting magic at all. She called right now. Andrew and I didn't know that was going to happen. Ben, did you know that was going to happen? Yes. You, yeah. you you were clued in. Yeah, I had no idea. Ron fooled us. Ron was acting like she didn't want to chat. And so we were like, okay, well, we'll just get the story from Ron. It was a great surprise. We'd right. been in communication right. with her. And she was so kind about the whole thing. She was like so game. Because when I first reached out to her, I said, did you work at Frontier? And she was like, yes, I I did. And I was like, we found a purse underneath a bush (laughs) that's been there since the 90s. And she was like, I don't know. I don't remember any of that. And she was like, where did you find it? And I immediately said the address. And she went, oh, my God. I did have my purse stolen out of my car. Wow. In the daytime. Yeah, right in the middle of the day. It, it, it sounds exactly like what happened was that this was either a worker or a neighbor who f- who went into the car, rifled through it quickly, and then just threw it underneath the bush. And she was like, that makes sense. And then she talked about in it that this was just bringing her back I love hearing that it brought her back to that time of like working and having these two young kids in school and and struggling, it sounds like, to make ends meet. It's it's kind of, I don't know, it makes you feel good. I get why you're getting choked. Two young kids would grow up to appreciate two-thirds of what the Grolics has to offer. Yeah, <laughs> to become comedy connoisseurs, really. Yeah. That was really just kind of yeah. Kelly in general. Like, if somebody found a wallet of mine from 20 years ago and contacted me, I'd be like... Was there cash in it? And if they're like, no, I'd be like, throw it away. Bye. I would never be on their podcast. I would <laughs> hold on, never. Hold on. We have a po- but we have a podcast. Yeah. Hold on. 
<laughs> Would you like to guest on our podcast? Like, so hats off to Kelly for being so kind. The other thing that I love is, and this is why we are, with the exception of Andrew, all such big fans of this city. It really shows you how small this city is. I just like expect how, the like, best out it, of the city. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I have expectations my, my you know bad. what? I I do think it's bigger than that. I think this could happen in any city, and I think it shows you yeah. how how connected people are. Yes, certainly in a geographic location. Obviously, there's more connections going on. But I feel like this could happen in New York. This could happen in Sydney. This could happen anywhere if you like. Kind of go through these steps, and uh, like kudos to Ben and and Ron for like getting her on, and kudos to her for doing it because it just sort of speaks to that human connection that I think Ron's feeling emotional about. You know, Ron, we didn't even think about potentially just asking your neighbors if they had any clue who this person was. No, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't consider that. I mean, it could have been involved. It could have led to Ron getting murdered. I think we, I think yeah. we took the right route. <laughs> just covering yeah, our ass. But I, I do. Like, they're like, fuck <laughs> that woman that we murdered. The, the neighbor found her purse and they kill Ron. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, that whole family's got to go. Did, did, um, yeah, the dad uh, just shuts the door. He's like, "It's not. It's still. It's still alive. The case is." Still they alive. found us. I think it would have been funny if Marty and and Howard had been like, "Oh my god, yes." I mean, that would have been so quick. Yeah. But I wonder, did the mystery still open? I would love to. We'll never know, though, who took it. It was and probably that's... the people working on the house that day. I would love to find out. I've been slowly talking to all my neighbors and finding out who's lived in this house over the years before us. And I'm going to see if I can figure out who lived here before and if they're a suspect. Maybe I'll maybe I'll contact them. Just and be like, we found that would be fun, the right? purse. I wonder if it was King Super. King Super, yeah, <laughs> to fund his first campaign. The mayor? You think it was King Super I think maybe himself? to fund his first campaign, yeah. he sort of was just stealing purses. <laughs> uh, was it named after somebody named Super? Let's let's look into that for the Act 4. I want to find out the history mystery. of King Super. This riff is so fucking dumb. Let's just stop this. Yeah, let's wind it down. Thank you so Uh, much, guys. This was really cool. I want to share one last thing. Okay, if we can Uh, put put the run shield up. Thank you. Bye. Hold on. When Ben first reached out and contacted her and was chatting with her, I got her email address because I had to get to my day job that actually pays money versus this podcast. And we, um, we, uh, she emailed me and she said that she and her husband were celebrating their 25th anniversary. So she was like a newlywed, right? Right around the time that this purse thing happened. And in her email, she said, this is really cool. And it goes to show that we still have good in this world. So isn't that cool? I love it. Oh man, that, that rules. And I, I I mean, I think we, I, I, I'll go around, but does this make, the world a better place will you do this again 100 percent. this is my, one of my favorite things we've done with this podcast it was so silly it was kind of a mystery and then it intertwined all of us with people we know uh or we're getting to know and i think i would bet venture to guess ron that after this your relationship with your neighbors is probably going to grow because you have this funny story with it so 100 percent, this was amazing yeah we've talked and they, they're like it's so cool that you went to the trouble to try and find the owner uh they they really thought that was great and then they invited us my whole family to brunch so and you're gonna get you go. that pool access this is crazy this is crazy <laughs> adam <laughs> What are your thoughts? World a better place yet? I think it makes the world a better place for sure. 
it also, you know, it speaks to a big reason Andrew has Ron tattooed on his chest. I think Ron, Ron and I have often talked about journalism and stuff like that. And there is sort of like a curiosity in journalists that they, they go and follow these weird little things or they notice something around the city and they're like, well, what's the story of that? And I think Ron has that gene. And, and at times I did way, way when I was younger. But Ron, you definitely encourage that in myself and others. So like... It, good on you for kind of keeping your curiosity always going and then and then encouraging us to follow that because I think that is the sort of good in the world. Just follow what interests you all the way as far as you can go. Like the history the of King Supers. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, think about the think about the times that you have found something that was lost or stolen of someone else's. I mean, imagine if everybody who found a purse or found a wallet actually went to the effort and. Ben found her in two hours. Terrifying. Right. Let that be a warning to you. If you ever do us wrong, we will we will sick Ben on you. How about in Act Four? Because we don't have the time, and I don't want to tell a heavy story. Yeah. How about in an Act Four? I'll tell you why I can do that and how I. Okay. Uh, and we can yeah. talk about that story. All right. So there you go. Um, there you go, Patreon listeners. You're going to get the story of why Ben's creepily good at <laughs> hunting people at down. He's a he's a man and, hunter. And now Andrew. Yeah, it, it definitely makes the world a better place. Just uh, the sheer good deed of when you find something that's not yours, trying to get it to its owner. It's like I've always tried to do that. It, it makes the person stay. Find a wallet, you find money, whatever the case might be. If you can, if you can find the person who it belongs to, why not? Why not try to get it back to them? In this case, it was trash. In case, in this I case, we it. just found her old trash, but we still are trying to get it back to her. I mean, it, yeah, and it, feel, it feels good for you too. It, it does feel good for you, but I do feel like the full circle would be a financial reward for us, Adam. Which is on we're it's not on her we're no, She didn't. She didn't want the purse. I mean, with interest, that reward has to be tens of thousands of dollars. I, I just when I, the kid shovels your walk. And does a good job, you throw him a little extra. I and that's all I'm fucking saying. Yeah, no, the walk is clean. <laughs> what if we start a little side business called Purse Busters? Purse and Busters. Anybody out there listening right now who found a purse, you bring it to us. We'll find the owner for a small fee, guys. For a small for a, for a small fee. I will say no. I love where Ron's at. If you've got a low stakes mystery in your life, oh, holler dude. at your Grawlix yes. boys. Holler at it. We will. The Grawlix Detective Agency is open. For business. Yes. I hope Absolutely, that people yeah. do reach Bring out. Bring us your mysteries. I hope we could do more challenges like this because they're fun and you don't know where the fuck they're going to go. So I, I will, you know me, I do not like to hear from our listeners. I pretend, but I do not like to hear from them. <laughs> this is the rare exception. <laughs> if you have any low stakes mystery, <laughs> holler at the Grolix Detective Agency. We will do our best to solve it. I love Boom. it. I love it. Well, great. What a freaking challenge, Ron. I echo what Adam said. The heart tattoo is is who you are and this was a really cool challenge. But unfortunately, we're going to put the door up and you're responsible for putting in the sound effect of it. So, okay, bye. <laughs> Thank God I'm so done talking to all of you. Bye. There he goes. There he goes. It's so sad when he like he puts his hands on it like like he can't yeah, breathe. We didn't now lower the, the Ron Pod into the Rift City Sea. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <way underwater. laughs> what a, we do keep him underwater. He likes it down there. The, He's got uh, the O2. He, He's he, fine. He, it's where and he hears the fish of uh, <laughs> Segway Bay. 
God, do you hear and he, the... And he can hear, he can hear pinging as spies encircle Rift City in their submarines. <laughs> Hell, they want in on those sweet riffs. Um, well, we, we did it. We did it. We can all sleep as heroes tonight, boys. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I don't think we have to have an opinion on anything happening in the world anymore. We've changed it enough. We did it, we boys. Gave, we gave it our old nudge, the old Grolic's hip bump into place. So, uh, well, anyway. Kick it into Act 3. There's nothing left to do here, bud. Kick it into Act 3. That was killer. They, and what a challenge. Uh, let's uh, let's close out this, this mystery solved with some live stand-up comedy. Of course, uh, from the Grolix live show happens the last Saturday of every month at the world-famous Bug Theater. Tickets are always on sale. Get yours now down there in the show notes. Uh, let's listen to some stand-up comedy from our friend and yours, that lovable Patrick Richardson. And when we were turn uh the best third act in the game third actors you're up oh my god we've got we've got birthday shout outs oh my god we've got more show plus we're going to tease the next episode's challenge so stay with us uh the other day i ran into this woman who was wearing a hat that said i have a gun because i can't fit a cop in my purse and I was about to stop and laugh at her and make fun of her, but then I realized I was wearing my I have an endotracheal tube because I can't fit an anesthesiologist in my backpack shirt on. <laughs> so we both just kind of started laughing and laughing. Because you know at the end of the day, regardless of your stance on gun control, we're all human, you know. We all want the same thing to shrink down other humans and use them for their services at our convenience. Do you know how much I could do with a tiny anesthesiologist? Do you know how much accountability a tiny cop could hide from? Thank you, thank you. I'm glad there are no tiny Blue Lives Matter people in the audience. <laughs> We are back. It's the third act, the one you tune in for. Nice to see you, third actors. You missed a doozy of an episode. This one was very wild. Los and Terceros. Los Terceros. You're getting better. That's that's exactly right. Yes, yes. There's a lot of people to thank, uh, but really, Kelly, thank you so much for uh, participating and being on this podcast. That was amazing. You rule. Very you kind. Rule. Very kind. And also, shout out to the information lockdown specialists at King Supers for keeping keeping shit iron tight. That grocery discount card <laughs> is not a security risk for you. Go ahead and just leave it out. You can leave it on the dashboard of your car. Doesn't matter if somebody steals it. They're not going to get your information. Big time. Big time. And and also, big thanks to Frontier Airlines for keeping Kelly employed, letting her retired, and then plunging your airline uh, into the ground with <laughs> terrible business practices. So we can't thank you enough. <laughs> what a uh, metaphor for an airline. Wow. Kelly was the glue of that operation, clearly. <laughs> Uh, Andrew, you want to hit us with those deep bass tones? Oh, is it that time? It is it is. that time? Okay, okay. Mm, I need plugs, it. plugs, 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 plugs. You kind of ruined it. Plugs, 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 plugs. 
The plug song is an all ages song. It doesn't need your right. sexual whining. In I it. just said I need it. I don't think that that's sexual. It was the tone. You said it, it in tone. a sexual whining way. You don't even way. know that that's how I say Literally it. everyone thinks that. I got a plug. I got a plug. Guess what? It's tomorrow. How convenient. You don't have to get out your calendar and write this down. It's tomorrow. Downtown Denver. I'm going to be closing out the Ratio Brewing Show. This show is always a ton of fun. It's always a great time. The lineup is always fun. And in my hazy memory, Ratio has arguably the best beers in Denver. I haven't had one in five years, but I remember them being fucking amazing. Very good beers. So tomorrow night. Come down to Ratio. It's a free show. Uh, come, come down. Yeah, and if you're listening live, that's November 1st. Uh, Andrew, you got to say the date. Some people listen to this. Some people store it. They keep it for later. Bro, you're right. You're right. It can't be perpetually tomorrow. Good exactly. Call. Exactly. I have a couple plugs uh, for those listening. I will be at the Altercation Comedy Festival in Austin, Texas. I'm just doing one show. I'm one of their secret headliners. On November third, Friday, November third. Is it the Tuesday one a.m. or the uh, the Wednesday? <laughs> this will actually be the Friday eleven thirty p.m. show. No joke. Uh, so it's a sober versus stoned versus drunk show. So I be I, I I don't know. I'm playing kind of a mix of two of those. I think. Uh, and then I will also be for those in Colorado that weekend. I will be at Oscar Blues in Colorado Springs on Sunday, November fifth for the free comedy show they do at 6 30 p.m uh and that's always packed so make sure you uh you're gonna want to get uh you want to get there early get your seats early it's gonna be a good time what about you adam i will be heading to milwaukee to the laughing tap on november 17th and 18th i'm bringing kate mclaughlin to open for me i'm excited about it what? if you sell out the shows I will personally talk to you after the show about how even though you acquired Dame Lillard, the Nuggets will still beat the Milwaukee Bucks and repeat as champions. So if you sell it out, I will have that conversation to your dumb face, Milwaukee. Cool convo. <laughs> no, I think that's a great way to sell tickets. Well, Kate's the best. Even if you're tired of seeing Adam, you should go see Kate. Uh, we have a special Grolix in November. It's our home for the holiday show. We always overstuff it like a turkey, and this one is no exception. We've got Jordan Dahl, Troy Walker, Elon Stribling, plus more special guests. It's going to be amazing. That's going to be on November 25th. Uh, we always have a blast at the special post-Thanksgiving Grolic show. You can check out all the details for these in the show. Uh, as always, if you can, please leave us a review. Uh, you know, uh, send us, uh, if you did this, any mysteries that you want solved, you can find us anywhere at Grolix Comedy. You can always find us there. And please find us on Patreon where the real magic happens. We got the fourth act. We got all these boy crazies, including a new one we just recorded featuring the hottest, hunkiest wrestlers of all time, which is coming out in a few weeks, and you do not want to miss that one. Join us on Patreon. There is a lot of good stuff over there, including, guys, including birthday shout-outs if you join at the Ben level. Oh, my God. Oh, it's that time. It's that time. Oh, God, I'm so we excited. We are contractually <laughs> obligated to do the birthday shout-outs. Now, these are our October babies, our little spooky ghosts and goblins of October. We've got to wish them a happy birthday. I bet you these are Super Bowl babies. Daddy's oh drunk, daddy's mad, or daddy's sad. <laughs> you don't know, but he needs to fuck either way. But 
daddy fucks either way. So yeah, for sure. I think that's this new exact. conception theory. You don't get this at Cheesecake Factory. No. They don't usually come out and also riff on uh, how and when you were conceived. Yeah, but that's just part of the bonus here. When your parents. Uh, fuck. So what are we gonna do babies. for this one? Who's got this your dad again? went seven layer dip and your mom. Uh, <laughs> Okay. All right. Considering the theme of this episode, well, how about we do things that these people have lost that we would like to return to them? As we hinted at, Andrew, when you make sense, I love you make this, a lot Andrew. of sense. Yes. You were yeah. dialed in. Just yeah. Dialed in. As we've hinted at, we're now operating the Grolix Detective Agency. And so th- these could be things that we would take on for sure. Okay. All right, Ben, kick us off here. I'm going to tee you up. Jane Palatini. Jane Palatini. I hope I'm pronouncing this that one right. is tough. And I do want to get this back to her because uh, the authorities down at Lake Havasu found a <laughs> pontoon boat uh, that she had lost several, several years ago, apparently. But they found the thing. It, it just had it had washed up into one of these coves. <laughs> Uh, and we found it. And good news, your boombox is still on board. And the case of half drank Labatt's Blue, that's all still intact. We're going to get everything back to you, Jane. Great. Happy birthday. Enjoy a ride on your tuner, right? You know what I mean? Adam, Adam, <laughs> yeah. you're up. Are you ready? Sure. Absolutely. Always ready to play. I, I know the only reason I ask you is I know you've been doing some work trying to find this for Josh. Josh Manders. Happy birthday, Josh. Yes. What are you returning to him? What did you find? Interesting find. Josh actually lost his retainer at John C. Calhoun Middle School in 1992 (laughs) in the cafeteria. (laughs) Threw it away with his tray, just dumped all the stuff right into the trash can. Fucked up mouth because of it. Didn't really recover. (laughs) Happy to report we've been rifling through the trash and we got it back, Josh. We're We'll oh be my God! It to your retainer you. still fits like a glove. Still get fits that in like pretty a glove. soon. It should get back to course correcting what your upper mandible is doing to itself. Yeah, Perfect. yeah, great! Perfect. Congratulations! That's a gift that keeps on giving. Andrew, Andrew, there's a little guy named a Gary D who's a big fan and just had a birthday. Gary D, happy birthday, Gary! You're not going to fucking believe this. But we found your Siamese fighting fish. What? Yeah. yeah, in the little cup. In the little cup that you left you left on the railing of the boat dock at Chatfield Reservoir. We found wow. it. We found your Siamese fighting fish. It's still alive. They live forever. Wow. It's still alive. And yeah. they didn't kill we each can't other. Wait to get or was it, it just one? Or was it a pair of them? Just one. You got to keep them alone. You got to keep them alone. Oh, that's you right. You probably took it to Chatfield to show it a much larger body of water. Like, yeah, check it out. This is probably blowing your mind. You live in a cup. You live in like <laughs> this this clear Dixie cup. Uh <laughs> But forgot it. It's easy to do. We got it. We got it. Hey, Ben, I got a special birthday shout out for you. Uh, very special Patreon, Rohin Singh, Rohin Singe. I'm not exactly sure about the pronunciation, but he goes as Hecka Sketch. Um, so check that out. Happy birthday to Hecka Sketch. What did, they, what did they lose? Well, this is crazy. I was I was in my backyard. I'm digging up some weeds because we have these very invasive weeds in our backyard. Found Hecka Sketch's Commodore 64. Now, not many people know this was the precursor. This was one of the earliest gaming Mm -hmm. systems. 
games mm -hmm. and it used a largely DOS system. This is old, but a lot of the old games still on this. Good news. All of your scores are saved. And That's with great. it, a, a, just a cool pack uh, of Benson and Hedges 100s. Oh, sweet. Uh, with that. Because just a night a lot of, of gaming people know, and SIGs. Who yeah, doesn't want it? Who doesn't a, want it? Ripping a cool, skinny menthol and playing a, a, an 8 bit game. That was what. And you're going to get right back to that. I'll tell you that because that's in the mail. <laughs> Smoke them if you got them. You know what I'm talking about, dude? Smoke them. Oh, there it is. You there got them. Heck of sketch. You know, you can't. Yes. Adam, I don't know if you're trying to trademark that yes. phrase, but it's way too it common. You can't. It can't be your phrase. Oh, oh yes. God. How about this? How about you two tag team this last one? Go ahead, you each, because yeah, I know yeah. you've been working overtime us. for our Patreon subscribers. Give it to us. Who do we got? Ellen Who do we P. got? What does Ellen P. What did you guys find? I mean, I know you've both been digging up stuff. And, I'll tell, and you, trying I'll tell to you right off what I found. I found the stereo face to Ellen P.'s six CD carousel changer in the trunk. It's the JDM 30 Pioneer model. Oh, God. Man, I had one of those. That was... You felt like a millionaire when you had that. And you know that that thing was connected to a couple tight Roxford Fosgates in the trunk. Well, and you those know you know where we found it? You can't say detachable stereo face without the ghost of Donnie right. D coming That's it. Donnie D is the detachable face as a person. <laughs> and, and a couple Rockford Fozzies out back pushing out 220 into a couple shifter tweeters in the door frame. So that... That's right. That's absolutely. I knew we were going to get Donnie D when you said the pontoon boat at Lake Havasu. I knew that that had like opened oh, the, the, Sioux, the, the cellar the door to boats. that part that's, of your brain. Yeah, that's part of it. I, I think subconsciously. Mm -hmm. I do. That's exactly right. And they found the face in the the movie theater, the AMC 48 on I-76 in the front fucking row where apparently Ellen saw Forrest Gump back to back three times. In the front, in the wow. front row. I mean, that movie blew everyone's mind. That totally I makes sense. I can't that totally blame her makes sense. for being emotional and then just leaving the CD. It was, totally. it was, it was tucked totally. into the seat, and, and we found it, Ellen, and we will be getting it back to you. <laughs> and everyone was like, why is the seat so uncomfortable? Something's like poking yeah. me in the back. No one thought to investigate. That's not all we found, though. That's not all we found. Ellen P., we found your groove. That's right. How LNP <laughs> got her groove back. We found your groove. <laughs> and it's, it comes with that detachable face for your stereo. You're back. You're back. Rocking six CDs. The groove could use a little fine tuning, but you'll get it back into shape. It's back. Six CD, that's like six hours of music on high fidelity compact disc. <laughs> happy birthday, LNP, and happy birthday to all of our October babies. Congrats on the spookiest month. I just want to add this in, Ellen. This is not your groove as in the metaphorical groove. This is an actual, this is a, it's a 2011 Toyota groove. <laughs> oh. We found that. And 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 it, it it was abandoned in a parking lot. Yeah, sorry, sorry, I should. It did not have a radio <laughs> face. We of course yep. have found the radio yep. face Thank for you. the Toyota Thank group. You. So just just want to clarify that. Happy birthday, Super Bowl fucker kids! Uh, if you want your own birthday shout out, yeah, at Patreon, go to patreon.com slash Grolic Saves. Join at the Ben level. You can have a sweet sweet birthday wish like this. Get it, get it, get yes. it, get it. Thanks to YA novel detective and lost purse connoisseur Ron Doyle. <laughs> We really appreciate you bringing this challenge to us. Also, thanks to Mike Henderson for your help recording at the live show. And our theme music 
as always, provided by the inquisitive Charlie Continental. He's a sleuth, a toon sleuth. It's like a toddler. <laughs> why? 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 Because, Charlie. Fucking because. He can't get enough. He's always asking questions. It's annoying to be around him. What are we doing next episode? What aren't we doing? Here's the thing. We only have like a few episodes left in 2023. And I think this one, we're going to take a step back. We're really going to think about this one uh, because this, how do you follow up such a fun episode? But we got something coming down the pipe. This is going to be a good one. Um, okay. And okay. and I think people In are going to love it. In the meantime, Andrew, can I just say to you and only you, play us out, Charlie. Wow. No, no, no. Uh,